Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but leave me a message. You're listening to AMS Unfiltered. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to AMS Unfiltered. I'm AMS. Today is going to be the December episode. I am so excited to welcome December. It is Christmas time. It is the holiday time. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I am just so in the mood right now. I don't know. I'm such in the Christmas mood. If you guys know me, Christmas is my favorite holiday. It's my favorite time of year. I mean, I love summer. Don't get me wrong. But Christmas time is my favorite time of year. Once Christmas is over, winter is over for me. Like, I'm done. I don't, I hate it. I hate the snow. I hate the cold. I am such a thin-blooded person. I genuinely feel like I belong in the South. It's crazy. But today I just wanted to talk a little bit about December, my plans for the holidays, and I don't know, just what's been going on lately. It is December 1st. If you guys did not know, I actually make YouTube videos and it is the start of Vlogmas, if you are not familiar with that term. Vlogmas is a time on the internet, especially YouTube, where you would vlog or upload some sort of video every single day until Christmas. So essentially that's 25 uploads and it's a lot. That is actually so much. And I used to do that when I was younger, like probably I think 2015, I did Vlogmas and I did it every single day. I remember I was in college or I might've just dropped out of, yeah, I think I just dropped out of college because it was obviously the end of 2015. And, or was it? I don't know. Maybe I was still in college. Damn. I need to go back and rewatch those vlogs because I don't remember. But end of 2015, I did Vlogmas every single day, and I remember I was just so busy. I was always filming, always uploading, and not only did I vlog every day, but I also uploaded other videos too, like gift guides, I don't know, all kinds of things. I was just, I was really pumping out the content when I was younger, but now it's so much harder to vlog every day just because some days, not all, but a couple days of the week, I'm at my waitressing job all day long pretty much, so it doesn't leave much time to vlog anything. It doesn't leave much time for content that day. Something I've been doing recently actually is making to-do lists. I never used to do that because I would never actually look at them or accomplish anything on them. I would literally just make to-do lists with shit that I already did just to check stuff off so I would feel better. It's so bad. But I started making to-do lists. I actually have them on my phone right now. I'm looking at it. I have a Friday to-do list, which is half of Thursday's to-do list that did not get done, now moved on to Friday. So that's lovely. And then I have a Saturday to-do list, a Sunday to-do list, a Monday to-do list, and then I have Tuesday, no content because I will be busy that day. It's insane. And I could start one for Wednesday too, realistically, if I wanted to, because I have that much shit to do, but we're going to chill and just, you know, focus on the next few days ahead of us. Because again, I don't want to get overwhelmed. This is my favorite time of year and I want to enjoy it. I want to do fun, festive things. I'm so excited for Christmas. I feel like the past couple of years, I have lost my Christmas spirit, so to speak. Not that I've been a Grinch or anything, but I have just lost my spirit a little bit. I don't know. The world has been in such a weird, tough place, and it just hasn't felt right celebrating in a way, kind of. Like, it just hasn't felt normal to just celebrate and have fun. But this year, I am just so looking forward to spending time with my family. It's already been so nice to just be hanging out in the house with my family and it's all decorated and it's all cozy. It's just such a nice feeling. As far as Christmas plans go, I don't really have much planned, honestly. Like, I don't have a single 
Christmas party on my agenda. I don't have anything planned, really. The only thing that I actually have kind of up in the air right now is a Christmas New York City trip. And it's funny that I'm talking about this today because I actually plan on uploading my New York City vlog today from when me and Timmy went on Veterans Day. It was such a fun trip. I literally had so much fun. I went to New York because I was kind of going through somewhat of a mental breakdown, you could call it, but I was going through a breakup, you know, like just grieving over a breakup, which was very frustrating and obviously a very tough feeling. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go to New York City and just let loose, hang out with Timmy, get away from my environment for a minute. Because Emma Chamberlain actually said something in her video one time that stuck with me. And it was basically that she was talking about how she loves traveling, obviously, and about how she feels like she's her best self when she's traveling because you're in an unfamiliar place. You have to use different parts of your brain. Like you have to think more and it's just different when you're traveling. I feel like you're on high alert and using your brain, using your senses more. And obviously if you're traveling alone, it's helping build independence. And it's just something that I enjoy. I love traveling. And she did bring up a good point that like, that must be why I love traveling so much because it just brings out a different side of me. It makes me feel like my brain is working to its fullest potential. And I just really enjoy it. So I was like, you know what, let me just have a little bit of a rumble in my life. Let me shake things up a little bit and just go to New York City. So we went and it was the best time ever. The point of the story is I'm going to try to get that vlog up today. And it just made me want to go back. I didn't get to see much Christmas stuff when we were there. They didn't have, you know, the tree lit or anything. So I really do want to go back. It's always been my dream to see New York City at Christmas time, Rockefeller Center. I just want to see it all. I want to see it all. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to go back. So I'm currently kind of, I have a trip up in the air that I'm planning. I would love to make it happen, but we'll see. I'm also a big person that does not like to force things, especially when it comes to travel. You can ask some of my friends who I've traveled with. Every trip that I've gone on pretty much has kind of fallen into place in a way. Whenever I'm traveling, if shit goes haywire when I'm planning the trip and like it just is looking bad, I just will not do it. I'm like, if the universe is not letting this fall into place, I don't want it. <laughs> it's just something I've learned. I don't know. Whenever I force things in life, it just doesn't feel right and my gut tells me and I just like to kind of let it go with the flow, especially when it comes to traveling. So if the New York trip happens, it happens. If not, I'm not stressing about it. I also wanted to talk a little bit about REM Beauty. I did recently just get my Ariana Grande REM Beauty package in the mail and I already put up a video where I did my makeup using all of the products and I put up a video of a vlog just showing my package and unboxing it and you know all that fun stuff. But there have been extremely mixed reviews about REM Beauty. I've seen some people hate it, some people love it, and a bunch in between. Me personally, I love it. I am an Ariana Grande fan, obviously. Some may think I'm biased. Maybe I am. But I mean, I used all the products, and in my video, I was completely honest. There were a couple of products that absolutely were terrible and did not work. Could have been my bad luck, like maybe I got a bad batch. I don't know. But regardless, like, you know, a couple things were duds. But I mean, overall, I feel like the quality was really good. And for being a cosmetic line that ranges from $15 to $24, I feel like that's a pretty inexpensive range, especially where the palette was the thing that was the most expensive. I mean, $24 for an eyeshadow palette, it might be a little bit on the more expensive side for the size of that palette, but also the weight and quality of it and the quality of the eyeshadows were good to me. 
I don't know. They performed well on my eyelid. Of course, everybody's skin and eyes and etc. are different. So the products are going to perform differently. It's not going to work for everybody. But I had a good experience with it. I really liked Rum Beauty. I'm so excited to see what else Ariana comes out with. She's actually dropping a song today. I need to listen to it. It's called Don't Look Up and it's by her and Kid Cudi. It's a ballad. It sounds beautiful based on just the preview that I heard. And something that's actually funny is back in March, I uploaded a vlog where I went to the set of the Don't Look Up movie. They were filming it in Massachusetts where I live. And I drove to go see if I could check out the set, see if I could see anybody. Obviously, if I could see Ari, that would have been amazing. But I had no luck. I didn't see anybody. So a couple weeks later, I am getting my hair done. And one of my really good friends actually does my hair. And him and his twin brother are extras in movies. And I knew that. But when I show up, they're like, Amber, we have so much tea for you. It's not even funny. And I was like, what? And I expected us to just catch up, you know, whatever. These motherfuckers tell me that they had just worked with Ariana like a few weeks prior in her movie, Don't Look Up. Not like it's her movie. I act like it's her movie just because she's in it for like two seconds. But she was in the movie, obviously. And they worked on her scenes with her. They were extras. And I was like, shut the fuck up right now. So they told me all about this song that she sang with Kid Cudi and about the look from the movie and about how she had this crazy hairstyle and this beautiful dress. And then sure as shit, pictures released this week from that scene. And it's literally everything I could have imagined and more. Her look is insane. Her hair is insane. It's in these like braided pigtails that just like flow off of her head. They have so much volume. She has this huge, incredibly beautiful puffy gown on and her and Kid Cudi, I think, are essentially singing about how the world is ending. And also I realized I said the name of the song wrong. It's not called Don't Look Up. It's called Just Look Up. But when they told me that, I was like, you are literally kidding me. I was so shocked. I was like, this is insane. I can't wait for this movie to come out. And apparently during the takes of the movie, she was actually singing the song live. Like she had the option obviously to lip sync, like you're filming, the song's pre-recorded, but she was like, no, no, like I'm going to sing. And literally apparently sang each take. Isn't that insane? Like I can't. And I guess one time she's like, okay, I'm going to take a rest for this take. And they said that she was FaceTiming her husband Dalton the whole time and just that she was so sweet and such a good presence to be around. So that made me really happy to hear. And I loved getting the inside scoop. Of course, I kept it a secret this whole time. I didn't want to get them in trouble. But now that the movie is coming out, I am here to talk about it. What's also kind of funny is today I'm actually getting my hair done by my friend that did my hair that day. And I'm so excited. I desperately need a haircut. Can we just talk about how amazing it is? to get your hair done. I don't know about for guys, but definitely for me, it is so fun to get my hair done. It's something I do when I'm going crazy. It's something I do when I'm happy, when I'm sad. Like no matter what, I just feel like when you need a little bit of control in your life, doing your hair is the perfect thing to do because you have full control of your hair pretty much. You can do whatever you want for the most part. You know, of course, every situation is different, but I am so excited to get a nice little haircut. My hair will feel so healthy and so good after. That's my favorite feeling. I am very looking forward to that. A good haircut is so essential to my mental health. So now that I've gone on like 47 different tangents and we've talked about probably everything other than Christmas, now I'm going to move on to a different segment, which has been highly requested by my sister Maddie. We are going to be going on Reddit and reading the Am I the Asshole threads. This is something that one of her favorite podcasters does. I believe it's Carly and Erin's podcast from the Vlog Squad. And they read these like Am I the Asshole threads at the end of their episodes. And Maddie was like, please 
do it. I love that. It's like my favorite part of their podcast. If you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, basically there's a thread on Reddit where it's called, am I the asshole? And you say a situation and you're asking, am I the asshole in this situation or am I not? Like, what's the deal? But I decided to put a twist on it and we are going to do, am I the asshole Christmas edition? So let's get into it. Am I the asshole for refusing to apologize to my husband in writing after I canceled all his family invitations to a Christmas celebration at our house? I need to know more about this. I have been married to my husband for four years. She's 32. He's 39. I work a full-time job while he does a three times a week night shift. We have a two-year-old and I'm six months pregnant. Okay, we're really um, painting the picture here. This whole drama started days ago. My husband has a large family, and on every Christmas, they'd gather at his father's house. My father-in-law passed away a year ago, and this year my husband decided as the man of the family to host Christmas at our house. Unbeknownst to me, he sent out invitations for a five-day Christmas celebration to his entire family, which are about 26 members in total. Holy mother of God. I found out by accident, and I was too shocked to react. I confronted him on it, and he said I shouldn't be surprised and just get used to it. Because after his father's death, he's now the family's head, and all major family events will be held in our house and in his presence. Wow. I freaked out and said no, this is wrong, and he should have talked to me about it first before sending any invitations to his family, knowing I have other commitments like work and taking care of the house and our son. He said we'll manage if I took time off work, but that means more workload later and it'd take away from my maternity leave. I demanded he cancel the invitations, but he refused, saying over my dead body, then walked out. I ended up sending a mass text to everyone who received an invitation explaining that we will not be hosting Christmas this year. He found out and went off on me calling my behavior outrageously appalling and said that I broke his word to his family and made him look small with no authority. I, in a very strict tone, replied that I didn't sign up to host a celebration and accommodate 26 people while pregnant, taking care of a toddler, and working. And I don't care if he became the head of the family after his father's death because it means nothing to me. He took offense to that and walked out almost crying. Damn, girl. He later talked about how I disrespected his father and him with what I said and demanded a handwritten apology for canceling the event and for being insensitive towards him and undermining his authority in front of his family but I said no apology for me in any form. And the issue is still up, especially with my mother-in-law giving me a stern talk about how out of line I was for disrespecting my husband's decisions regarding the family holiday. She also wrote at the bottom, to put this out there, he planned on sitting and telling stories of his dad while I handled everything and his family believes that as guests, it's rude to ask them to help. What the fuck? Okay. I definitely don't think she's the asshole for feeling that way because he did blindside her with a whole entire family event but if it were me and my husband's dad just passed away i don't know what the circumstances especially where he only works a few shifts a week and she's pregnant and takes care of the freaking kid and does all the work i don't think she's the asshole his father did pass away and i think that maybe once he passed away it should have been a discussion of like hey i'm gonna take over now and this is how it's gonna be instead of not telling her until christmas and being like okay yeah it's like you know a few weeks before christmas and surprise we're gonna throw this huge celebration for our whole family or for my whole family rather because it's not even hers it's her in-laws. So that's a little crazy. I really don't think she's the a-hole. The internet doesn't think she's the a-hole either. Wow. Okay, that's insane. Next one. Am I the asshole for telling the kids their dad took this year's Christmas away from them? 
She said, please read before you judge. Thank you. So I'm a working mother of three kids, 9, 11, and 5. My husband used to have a job, but was let go at the end of 2020 and hasn't worked since then. Yes, he has worked in a few places here and there, like the gas station, but he couldn't keep it because he lacked, quote-unquote, motive and passion. This ain't looking too good. All in all, our financial situation isn't so great, but I've decided to start saving money to be able to get the decent Christmas celebration the kids wanted and couldn't get in 2019-2020. I've put money aside to buy decorations and prepare meals and also gifts, but just a couple days ago found out that my husband had taken $500 out of my account and from the money I saved and gave them to his little brother to help him out in child support. I found out and had a big argument with him about how he essentially stole this year's Christmas from the kids to help his irresponsible brother pay for child support. My husband apologetically said he had no choice and was pushed by the family to contribute and pay part of his brother's child support. Otherwise, they won't see their nephews slash grandchildren since his baby mama is vicious and spiteful. The kids came in and I just told them that unfortunately I can't afford Christmas this year and it's because of their dad who took it away from them by taking the money I saved. Oh my god, that is such a bad conversation to have. There was utter silence and my husband glanced at me in disbelief. He told the kids to go to their rooms and screamed asking what the fuck is wrong with me to spout this kind of bullshit in front of the kids. I'm sorry, it's not funny. I said it's the truth and that I sacrificed so much to save money and to give the kids some joy this holiday. Then he selfishly took the money and gave it away. He said he would pay me back in time before Christmas, but I don't see this as possible since he doesn't even have gas money. He got pissed off and said I shouldn't tell the kids that he took their Christmas money and that the psychological damage I'm doing to the kids is worth a lot more than the money and accused me of turning the kids against him and making them resent him for trying to help out a family member. Stormed off, spent time with his family who accused me of causing my children mental traumas by saying their dad took Christmas away from them and alienating them from him. Holy crap. One more thing. Adding this, I just wanted to say that the kids know that mom is the one who brings the money home. So if Christmas gets canceled and because of money, they'll think it's because of me. I had many, many conversations with them about it. And the last thing I want to see is them disappointed in me. Wow. I have literally no words. That is so fucked up. If my husband ever took money without telling me to go give to somebody to pay child support, I would be pissed. Don't get mad at me. Like, I'm not trying to be insensitive because I am all about helping. If my sisters or if I had brothers, if my brothers ever needed help with, like, child support or with their kid, I 100,000% would give them whatever they needed. However, I would discuss it with my partner first. A hundred percent. Especially if it's our money, especially if I'm not the one working. I just think that that is so fucked up. Oh my God. And especially just knowing the value of the dollar and how much work it takes to save up money. And especially in a situation like that where you have kids and you have bills, it is so hard. However, I don't think I would have handled it like that. I don't think I would have you know, as soon as the kids come in, just been like, I can't afford Christmas this year because dad took all the money. Like while he's standing right there. Like I would have been like, listen, motherfucker, now we have to sit down and talk to the kids and you need to tell them what you did. Like I wouldn't just throw it on them like that just because growing up and having, you know, my parents have arguments or fights or what have you. I hated when they would bring us into it. Figure that shit out. Then tell the kids. You know what I mean? Like the kids should not have to be in the middle like that. So I don't think you're the asshole, but I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to tell you how to handle it. But like also I was a child that was thrown in the middle of lots of fights and it was very traumatic. So maybe discuss it and then bring the kids in for the back half of the meeting. I might be addicted to um, reading these. Um, ooh, okay. 
So this one, am I the asshole for refusing to return the $600 gift I bought for mom for Christmas? To start, I want to mention that unlike my wife, I have a very good relationship with mom. And because my siblings can always afford pricey gifts for mom this year, I decided to gift her something nice and expensive for once on Christmas, though I am currently unemployed, but I work for the past few months and my wife and I have a joint account. Here we go. The problem began when my wife found out I purchased a $600 necklace for my mom to gift her on Christmas using our joint account. She went off on me saying I should have told her and shouldn't have taken money from our joint account that she uses to pay the bills and rent, especially now that we're struggling. I asked why should I tell her since it's from both of us, but she reminded me that despite being true, I one, no longer work, and two, 600 is a lot, and I should have consulted her, but the reasons I didn't are one, I feel that it's my money too, and I can make purchases using our joint account, and two, I know if I told my wife she'd refuse to let me buy the gift solely because she hates my mom. She yelled at me saying that it's her hard-earned money I threw away and needed to return the necklace, but I refused because mom already knows about it. She responded that this is no longer our joint account since I no longer earn money and that if I want to buy mom expensive gifts that I needed to earn my own money. She insisted I return it, but I said no and it escalated to me calling her bitter and control freak after she pointed out I never got her anything in this price range. She insisted I return it and at least get a cheaper one, but I'm done being the one with the least expensive slash valuable gifts in the family. She is making this her hill to die on. Am I the asshole? Bro, are you kidding me? You don't work and you just took your wife's $600 from your joint account that she uses to pay your bills so you can fucking have a house to live in and you're gonna buy your mom a $600 necklace. There must be a reason she has a problem with your mom and I don't know. This guy just sounds like a pussy and I don't like him. So he's the asshole. He is the asshole on that one. Goodbye. Oh my God, this one looks interesting. Am I the asshole for giving money to my little sister for Christmas, but refusing to give the same money to my brother because he called me an incel with no social life? My little sister is a 28-year-old single mom of two girls. Okay, I thought we were like going to be younger than this, but okay. She wasn't going to be able to get her kids Christmas presents this year, so I helped her out. Someone must have told my brother because he asked me for 5k in cash as well. I asked him why I'd give it to him and he said because I gave it to her and because I have the money. I declined in part because last time at my mom's party we were all talking and he asked if I wanted to go to the bar with him and his wife. I said no and my brother said oh yeah I forgot you were an insult with no life and his wife and my cousin who heard started laughing so I left. Interesting. I don't think you're the asshole. I don't think you owe anybody anything and the fact that he was trying to help out his sister who is a single mother working wicked hard to provide for her kids. I think that's a very good brotherly move to offer her money to help. I definitely think that he is not the asshole for that and I think your brother is the asshole. Am I the asshole for announcing my pregnancy at Christmas? I'm 34, married to my husband who's 31. We've undergone two years of fertility treatments and I'm finally pregnant. His parents were aware we are undergoing treatment. Originally, we were going to share the news of the pregnancy with them last week when we saw them in person for my father-in-law's birthday. However, earlier in the week, my sister-in-law got engaged. (sighs) Oof, I see what's happening here. I have a decent relationship with my sister-in-law. 
However, she is the kind of person who thrives on attention and wants to be the center of everything. As soon as we knew she was engaged, I told my husband I wanted to hold off on announcing so we didn't steal her thunder because we know his parents will flip out when they find out about the baby. Right now, we are committed to telling little white lies to conceal the pregnancy for a few more weeks. The next time everyone will be together in person is Christmas. I would like to announce at the end of the evening after everyone had opened gifts as stuff winds down. I'm just worried that I might be the asshole since the announcement will take the spotlight off of sister-in-law, but I figured at that point she would have had six whole weeks to be celebrated. By the nature of pregnancy, I'm not going to be able to hide this forever. I'm just not sure how much time I need to wait so I'm not seen as a thunder stealer. Girl, I think the fact that you are even considering your sister-in-law's feelings is so nice and just makes you not the asshole. And the fact that you're holding it off, lying about being pregnant to your family, waiting until the end of the evening on Christmas once all the excitement has kind of ended and is winding down, I think that that is the perfect thing to do. And it, I don't know, it just sucks when you're around those people who are always needing to be the center of attention and cannot have the attention or spotlight off of them for a second because it can get pretty nasty. Let's do one more. I need to find find a good one. Am I the asshole? I gave money for Christmas presents to my youngest daughter, but didn't give money to the rest of my children. What? I, 53, have four adult children. The youngest is 30, oldest is 35, and the two in the middle are 32 and 34. Okay, so all in their, you know, early to mid-30s. My youngest is recently divorced, and she came to my husband and asked him if we could give her money to buy her three kids, 12, 10, and 8, Christmas presents, since she will be unable to give them much without some assistance. We agreed. She told her older sister about it, not to rub it in, and now her sister is asking for the same financial assistance. My husband declined since we aren't exactly loaded. She says we're playing favorites. I haven't heard from my older son, but my youngest son said it's only fair that we help all the kids. From my perspective, the others are not in a position where I feel they need our help, and they didn't express an inability to buy Christmas presents. They only said that it would be fairer if all of them had the choice of accepting financial assistance. Hmm. That is tough. Oh, that is so hard. Like, I'm not going to call them an asshole because they can't afford to give all of their 30-year-old kids a handout to help their children. I don't know. That's so tough. I'm sorry, but you're all in your 30s. Like, figure it out. That's what my parents would tell me. My parents would help me, I'm sure, if they could, but also if they don't have the means to. Like, these parents clearly don't have the means to help all four children. They shouldn't have to. That's crazy. And especially, I mean, it's the youngest daughter. That's really tough. I don't think they're the asshole for that. But I also don't think the daughter should have told anybody. I think that should have been between them if that's how it's going to be. Like, if it's just going to be one kid, you really got to keep it between the two of you. All right, you guys, I think I am going to wrap up this episode here. That is it for this episode. That is it for Am I the Asshole Christmas Edition. I hope you guys are having the best day, evening, morning, night, wherever it is, wherever you might be. I hope that you are happy and having the best time. I hope that December brings you so many new opportunities and so much happiness. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. If you don't like Christmas time for whatever reason, I know it can be super hard for certain people. You know, if you're doing this for the first time without a loved one, or if something bad or tragic happened to you around the holidays and now you just have kind of trouble associating good things with it, I am thinking of you and I hope it gets better and I hope that you can still find some joy this season. And don't worry, a new year is literally right around the corner. There is so much opportunity to come. I said this in the last podcast episode, but just do something today that is for you. Do something today that is going to better your life in some way, even if it's the tiniest little step. Just take that step and do something for you. Do something for your future. I don't know. Do something that is going to put you one step towards where you want to be. 
because that's what life is about. It's about growing. It's about moving forward. One foot in front of the other. You got this. I don't know how many more metaphors I need to use, but just keep swimming. You got this. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you're following my podcast anywhere that you stream podcasts. Follow me on Instagram, Am's Unfiltered Podcast, or Amber J. Greaves is my main account. Definitely follow me and make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel because I am going to try to upload every single day. We are pounding the pavement over here. It is the most wonderful time of the year and I'm really trying to make that true, especially on my YouTube channel. So go subscribe. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.